Brian messaged me on Slack in the middle of the day. Hey, on Friday the 18th, Jacob's having a pop-up fish night in his barn. It's a tasting menu with a chef who just came back from Japan. Wanna go? Um, yeah. Of course I want to go to a pop-up Japanese night in a barn that's a tasting menu with a professional chef. Dinner in a barn on a farm? I'm in. Who knows what we'll have? Who knows who we'll meet? Who wouldn't want to go? Yes, yes, yes! I desperately slacked back to him. Goody winked back. I already bought the tickets. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is Sidiot, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 18, all about experiences. We love the unique ones. Back in New York years ago, maybe you've seen it, we went to sleep no more, an innovative adaptation of Shakespeare's Macbeth. When we arrived at the theater, an abandoned building in West Chelsea, they handed out these white masks and said two rules. One, you can't take the masks off, and two, absolutely no talking. So, in the elevator up, there was a group of people, all of us with the same anticipation and no clue what to expect. At, say, the third floor, the elevator door opened up, and our guide shoved Brian, who was closest to the door, right out the elevator. The door slammed shut, and we just continued up to the fifth. I was aghast. Panic set in. How would I find him? Would I find him? Would he be scared? Then I was like, eh, screw it. It'll work out. He'll be fine. It's a show. And of course he was, and the show was unforgettable. Still running, in fact. Upstate, everything seems interesting. Everything seems like a potential show. This episode, we'll talk about a range of experiences, from food, history, politics, and sport, to Nora in a cape, and our wish that people created more of these. Speaking of capes, be sure to join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cityatlife. There you'll learn about our City at t-shirts, about to become available in time for summer. They're super cool. Designed by my friend, graphic designer, and creative director, Ryan Carl. We're going to do a pop-up store for swag. Yes, idiots, we are going omni-channel. The first experiences, of course, are the ones you can find in the paper, in social media, on a street sign, the publicly visible ones. As the summer approaches, for example, there's still time to buy tickets to Spiegel Tent at the Fisher Center at Bard College. Every week is a cabaret night, hosted by Justin Vivian Bond, with well-known performers like John Cameron Mitchell, Lady Bunny, Suzanne Barch. We go every year to two or three of them. Plus, on June 30th, they're hosting The Porch, a night of personal stories, which I joined in on back in April at Murray's in Tivoli, sharing a city at story. What's great about Spiegel Tent is that it's a theater in the round, but not too big. At little tables for your group where you get to meet strangers, you feel a part of a community there for the same purpose and laughs. In Season 1, Episode 5, we also covered many of the fall festivals, including the Hudson Valley Wine and Food Fest, the Sheep and Wool Festival, the Garlic Festival I still need to go to, and all sorts of local town-sponsored gatherings. I've also mentioned Scar Soccer, the annual match of demolition cars with a giant soccer ball and excavators as goalies. That I've never seen anywhere but Red Hook. Our village also hosted Pet Halloween, so I ordered Nora a Wonder Woman costume from Walmart, and we showed up to strut Main Street and Broadway with people I'd never met to compete for the prize. The turnout was at least 50 people with their pets. Nora sadly did not even place, but looking at the homemade costumes on the gold, silver, and bronze winners, I totally understood. The good thing is, though, that I kind of felt more a part of the town. Not a weekender, but a local. A most-timer, as Brian and I call it.
Less visible but still publicly available if you get on their email list is the Duchess Historic Tavern Trail. They host meetups at old taverns and pubs across the area. We attended one at our own Elmendorf Inn, a halfway stop on the Albany Post Road, to hear a little town history. I like going to these. They're usually good speakers at interesting places, and you get to meet people who are also committed to being here. Twice, I've surprised Brian for his birthday with a sunset sail on the Hudson with Tivoli Sail. We're taken out at 6 p.m., we sit on the front of the boat on cushions, and the crew brings us champagne and crab cakes. It's incredible and reminds us how we love this great river. We're a part of it, and it's a part of us. Also coming up is the 4th of July. Now, every town, of course, has something, but our favorite is the Claremont Historic Site. They do an old-fashioned July 4th. So before the fireworks over the Hudson, they actually read the Declaration of Independence, dressed up in period costumes. It's a spotlight on this area's importance in the Revolution and honors the day and the community. It's really cool. Now, this may not be advertised as an experience, but I think going to your town board meeting can certainly be one. Brian, for example, took the mic at a local one to lobby for a local park and came home simultaneously exhilarated and, of course, frustrated. The truth is, we're always on the hunt for something fresh. We go to fundraisers, of course, but they become impossibly predictable with zero creativity. If I don't see another silent auction again, I will be happy. Now, the best ones are the private experiences you don't see advertised, often rituals by the folks who organize them. One couple invited us to a farmhouse dinner on a lawn hosted by a Palatine family who grow 80% of their own food. We first got a tour of their garden and then sat down for a multi-course dinner served by their kids. Dinner under the stars. Jacob's pop-up dinner with his chef friend was a great way to introduce the chef to the valley and test out the appeal of his food. It brought together people from Jacob's community, plus a few new folks like us. After cocktails around the bonfire, the two dozen of us sat down where we wanted, struck up conversation with folks we didn't know, not sure what to expect, and the small dishes started to come out with chopsticks. A bluefish just caught off Sheepheads Bay on Thursday, mushrooms discovered on the side of the road, a traditional soup, rice, and pickles dish to end the meal. Each serving was matched to a sake or a cider. So different and so special. Speaking of bonfires is Guy Fawkes Day. Friends of friends of ours are British, and every year they commemorate the failed gunpowder plot of 1605 to blow up Parliament. What's special here is that this is clearly their thing, and you can tell the hundred friends of friends who come to look forward to it and like marking the moment in a really special, flammable way. Does a road trip count as an experience? Last month, Brian and I visited Applestone's vending machine butchery. It's the idea of Josh Applestone, a renowned butcher who sold his business Fleischer's you may have heard of. Applestone is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week in Stone Ridge, New York, on Route 209. Walk in and there's a vending machine for each animal. You put your card in, spin to browse what you want, pull back the plastic window, and pull out a flash-packed steak, sirloin, pork chop, sausage, or whatever. It's delicious. The best quality meat. It's been such a success, he's opening a second location in Hudson. Opening your own doors to the public, I guess, is another way to go. Brian and I hosted a meet-and-greet fundraiser for Jeff Beals during the primary last year. We'd never done anything like that. 20 people in our living room. We catered it from Annabelle's Bakery and raised money and attention for our candidate. It felt good. It felt important. We find creating experiences kind of addictive. Last year, we did our first Thanksgiving in the summer for Brian's birthday. Northwind Farms provided a smoker, pig, and turkey. 
and we hosted a garden party with bring-your-own-appetizers on a perfect night. It was a chance to introduce people that didn't know each other, but knew us, to each other. We definitely have plans to make Thanksgiving in the summer keep going. I have also this one idea to do table reads of popular Broadway plays and musicals, of scripts in a barn somewhere. I'm thinking of debuting the series with Six Degrees of Separation, which has so much good dialogue. I imagine rotating around the table, reading as if we're Donald Sutherland, Stocker Channing, and Will Smith from the movie version. And then the second table read would be even bigger, with an ensemble view, a reading of Grease, the musical, probably an all-nighter. You'd probably think I'd be Zuko, but I'm already self-casting myself as Sandy. I know there's more experiences out there. In Kingston, you can do a walk with little braids of sunshine, the Jeanette donkeys. There's certainly more secret dinners and theme parties. It's the Hudson Valley. Chances are much of it will be around food, art, books, film, music, or whatever. We just wish more people took this on. Please share in our Facebook group any you know of. Either way, our advice for you is to create special occasions. Invent ritual. People will come. We certainly will. City It is produced by Matt Zucker on the Anchor platform and effortlessly distributed wherever and however you listen to podcasts. Join our page at facebook.com slash cityatlife so you can stay current with photos, stories, news about our new City at Schwag. Thanks for listening. Come visit. <laughs>